Greetings in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's always a pleasure to have you on the program, His Word, where we look into the Word of God. Today we are reading about Abraham. Actually, we're looking into the faithfulness of God, a God who never changes. When we face difficult situations in our lives, we feel like we should just give up or we should look for plan B because that's how we are made as people who always think of a plan B. But God never looks for a plan B. Even if we take plan B, God is still there as a faithful God. He never changes. What He has said He will do into your life or for you, He will exactly do that. I believe this message will challenge you to keep on holding on to this unchanging God. May the Lord richly bless you. Can we turn our Bibles to the book of uh, Genesis? Chapter 12, the title of the message today is Life's Situations Do Not Change God's Promises for You. So we are going to read today in the book of Genesis chapter 12. We shall be reading from verse 1 to verse 10. And I will read. The Lord said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham went as the Lord had told him. And Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Abraham traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreh at Chechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he went out towards the hill east of Bethel and pitched his tent. With Bethel on the west and I on the east, there he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram set out and continued toward Negev. Now there was famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. So he was about to, as he was about to enter Egypt, maybe let me add in verse 10. It's verse 10. Now there was famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, thank you for your word. We give you all the glory and all the honor. Amen. Now, this is a story that we are reading about Abram, the man of God. God speaks to this man and he makes a promise to him that this is what I promise to you. Think about this. God speaks personally to Abraham and tells him in verse 2 to verse, uh, to verse 5 
to verse 3, he says, I will make you a great nation. Think about this. The Bible doesn't actually even say this was a vision or, or vision or this was a dream. But this was a real speech from the Lord to Abraham. That God is promising him that he will be a great nation. He will be blessed, great name, and be, uh, bless others. God is actually speaking to Abraham. Now, Abraham, as the man of God, or a man who, who trusts God, actually a man of faith, he believes in the word of God, and he follows. Just think about this. God tells him that you will go to a land I will show you. In other words, Abraham didn't, Abraham didn't even know where he was going, but he believed and trusted in the Lord, and he left. Now, God has given us a destination Definitely, which is heaven. But God sometimes gives us visions and things that he says you should do and we don't know where we are going. It is only him who knows the destination. But he gives us promises. He told Abraham he was going to make him a great nation and he would bless him. And he will bless those who bless him and curse whoever curses him. So he was sure that God was in whatever he was doing. So what we learn is obedience. It is important to obey God. As Abraham obeyed God, we need to obey God. God, there are things that he has assigned to us that we need to do. What we have to do, we have to obey and listen to his word. Amen. But as he went to the promised land where God has told him to go, he got there. And I mean, it was a beautiful land. If you learn that he actually moved around just to know the land, it means he wanted to explore and know more things about God. This is what the Lord, the Lord has promised and he has given it to me. Actually, we read that at some point in time, he actually even met God and he made an altar to worship God. Amen. So he explored what God had given him and things were fine for him. But there was this challenge. As he was there, there was famine. Now there is famine in the law in the in the land where God he has promised he should go. Now if we define famine, they define famine as the, the, the widespread scarcity of food which is caused by different things. It can be war, it can be natural disaster, it can be a crop failure or even a crop gap or there's just no food. So it was that there was actually no food. Abraham, a man who has been sent by God, now has no food. Now, why is it that God is not providing the food now? Because he has said to him, you must go to this land of promise, which is Canaan. God has assigned him to this place and he has uh, get, got, he got I'm sorry, to this place and God was there and everything was fine. But now there is famine and God is there. And he gets hungry. As a human being and as a man, he thought, what is it that I can do to survive? God has given us dreams and has given us some assignments to start or to accomplish. But as we do the work that God or the tasks that God has given us to us, there are some challenges. 
We get into a famine. It might be the shortage of money. It might be maybe whatever that can be in short. And you feel like there is a need for something. I need to do something to sort this situation. Abraham's way of sorting it was to go down to, e- to Egypt. And he thought, I can go down to Egypt and this situation can be sorted. In Egypt, there was food, but Egypt was a land that is identified with people who do not fear God. But I don't want to dwell on that. But Abraham decided to go to Egypt, where he actually committed sin by lying that Abraham, uh, 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 Sarai was her sister, yet that was not true. Sometimes the situations that we face, they put, at un- put us under pressure such that we tend to lie. Because his main objective was that he could be able to get at least some peace where he was going to stay. Just to stay in the land without anybody giving him problems with his wife who was Sarai. He made a mistake. But it was hunger in the land of promise. There was now no food. There was famine in that place. Now we have to learn about the character of God. What is God saying to this thing? Where is God when this man is hungry? The fact is God is still there. Is this the land that God is, is promised? Yet it's still the land. You might be given maybe whatever gift God has given you and you are asking yourself, is this the right thing that God gave me? Is it the right wife that God gave me? Is this the right job that God gave me? Is it the right car God gave me? It's not functioning the way you thought it should. Is it what God really intended that I have it? But I'm glad to let you know that it is. Amen. Now, in that way, we see God remaining faithful to Abraham Abraham and his his wife. Actually, God maintained his word. If you read uh, from the first verses where God is making the promise, he says, those who curse you, I will curse them. I can also say God was assuring protection over the life of Abraham and whatever he was going to do. Whatever you are going through, God has put protection over you. God has protected you. He has his will on you and he will accomplish his word. He won't be changed by your lying. His dream about you will be fulfilled. God knew what he was doing with Abraham and he was going to accomplish. His word that he will bless him were right. The Bible says when he was down there, Abraham, he was able to, he was blessed and actually he succeeded. God was with him and he also succeeded. He got cattle, camels and all those things and he was successful. But remember, this was a lie. And this was now not the land that God had given him to go. So God had sent him or given or allotted him Canaan, but he was now in Egypt, a land where he allocated himself. But God still remains true to his word. He still blesses him. Amen. God is faithful regardless of what we think, regardless of the situations that we go through. It might be a hunger. We might actually even be deceiving the people or actually even committed sin. God remembers that what he said to you is this and he will accomplish. If he says, I will give you life, he has given you the life. That's why we don't die immediately with sin, but God still remains faithful. The Bible says, I think it's the book of James, is that even if we remain unfaithful, God remains faithful. Amen. 
He is a faithful God in that situation. Now, if you continue to read the story, you get to understand that Abraham was blessed even in the land of Egypt. God was still with him. And then when God intervened in the life of Abraham, where he actually spoke or he revealed himself to the king, to the pharaohs, and Pharaoh actually realized that this was a wife to Abraham. The Bible says, he asked Abraham, why did you deceive me that this was your wife? And they chased him away out of Egypt, going back to the promised land that God had given him. If God has given you an assignment and you actually derail from it and you are in what you wish to do, God will provide a situation that will push you back to the blessing or to, the, to what he has allotted to you. You have to, fear, to have to believe and know that God is with you in whatever you go through. Amen. Now, in this situation, Abraham found himself back to the place. If I can read verse, uh, I think it's the verse, uh, I don't want to read the story, uh, the whole story. Yes, it's the next chapter, chapter 13. So Abraham went from Egypt to Negev with his wife and everything he had. And Lot went with him. Abraham became very wealthy in livestock and in gold. Now note this. When Abraham decided to adhere, actually he had been chased out of Egypt and he went back to the land God had promised to him. The Bible says he became wealthy and now, instead of the livestock that he had in the land of Egypt, the Bible says now we had even silver and gold. Because now he is in the right place. And when he was there in the right place, the Bible says this was actually he went to the place where he had met God before and he actually pitched up an altar and worshipped God. Now, God again blesses him. He maintains, if you can read the whole story, God has not changed from his word. What he has promised to Abraham, it, regardless of him going out of the promised land, God still maintains his faithfulness. And now he aligns again to the purpose of God, to the promised land, and God blesses him. Instead of blessing him now only with livestock, verse 2 says Abraham was blessed, was very wealthy and silver and gold. I don't want to preach the, the gospel of prosperity, but what I'm saying is that when you align to God's purpose, there are blessings that are there. God gives you actually even more compared to what you received from your own ends. Abraham had received the cattle in the, in the land of Egypt. Actually, it was enough. It was, he was wealthy even there. He did well. He prospered. But it was not as much as in the promised land. Because when we got to the promised land, there were additions. The Bible records the commodities in terms of gold and silver. Now, what are we saying? God remains faithful regardless of any situation. Whatever you go through in your life, because there are some life challenges. I'm sorry to say that, but it's a reality. We are faced with challenges as we go each and every day that actually pressure our life such that sometimes we feel like derailing from the purpose of God. And we go our own way thinking it will work. The faithful thing is that God, whatever he has said to you, he will do it. He will protect you and he will bless you. You will be blessed in the land which is foreign, we can say that. But as God blesses you, 
It is not as much as it would be if you were in the promised land. God reveals God. This word reveals his faithfulness. If you do what God says, no matter how difficult it is, regardless of the pressure that we go through in life, because each and every day there is pressure that is pushing you out of his will. Actually, it is the will of the devil. We have sung a song that says, Be still and know that I am God. What does that mean? If we know that God is God, it basically means we will know that God is involved in our lives and his promises, which are yes and amen, he will accomplish in our lives. Because what normally happens is that when we are in the famine, when the famine hits, we lose our faith in God and we look for shortcuts, for ways that will work and we miss what God wants for us. But what you should also know is that as you do what God has said you must achieve or what God gave you, there will be challenges. Abraham experienced the challenge of the famine. You will be challenged. Things will not be just flat. There will be challenges. But you need to know that the God that you serve, what he said to you, he will accomplish you will accomplish, sorry. So God allows you to go to those situations such that you can learn to fear him and you can know his power. When you are there, desperate of whatever you need and you call on his name, you will know that the God is a God who provides. Amen. Because this is a God who gives us everything that we need. God will remain faithful. I read the verse in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13, that if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he does not or he cannot disown himself. What he has said to you, he will not change from it. Regardless of the changes or the challenges that you face in life, know this, that God is there. Even if we sin, God still loves us. As I've said, that's why we don't die immediately commit sin. God still loves you. Sometimes he even continues to bless you regardless of the fact that you don't even fear him. Because one will argue that why are people who are not Christians blessed? It is God's purpose. He had a purpose for that person that this is what will happen in his life. But the person does not fear God. But if the person fears God, it goes beyond that. God blesses him even more. But the other thing that we need to know is that this does not only contain material things in this life. It goes beyond. It it includes the life eternal that God has promised to us heaven. There will be challenges as we are on this earth, as we journey in our Christian faith. We will be challenged. There are things that will make us feel God is not there. In that time of desperation where you are in a desert, where things don't go the way you think they should, where things they don't actually manifest the way it is, sometimes you pray and you feel like God is not answering. I believe Abraham would have argued that, God, but you are the one who said I should leave my home, Haran, and go to the promised land. Where are you now? The famine was severe. He had to experience that. So there will be challenges in our lives. And God allows that. 
But the good thing, He will bless us. As we journey, as we journey on this earth, let us hold our faith in Him and know that He is faithful and remains faithful. One day when we pass from this earth, we will see Him face to face and we will get to the blessings that He has for us that are eternal. Amen. So, as we come to the application, I know you are, you are challenged. There are many things. We have so many things that we're going through in our lives. And sometimes you might even be thinking that, why did God allow me to come on this earth? Why did God allow me to come and live in Eswatini? Or why did God allow me to be called by the surname Dube? Why should I actually come to this family? It is his purpose and it is his will. He knows he will bless you in this condition. I know of a friend who actually was complaining that, why was I born in Eswatin? Why not in the USA? Because there, there are so many opportunities. God decided to let you be born on this earth or in any country where you are from because he has a plan for you. Regardless of the harsh conditions that are around you, he remains faithful. He is the same God in America and he's the same God in Eswatin. And he understood that in this country you will be blessed in this situation as long as you hold on to him. He said he will be with you and he will protect you for he is our God. Amen. So what this word is actually revealing to us about God is that he never changes. In his promises, he never changes. Even if we derail from the promises of God, from what he has sent to us, because of whatever we think is important, God remains faithful and remains the God who protects or who keeps his word. Amen. I want to, to challenge you today as we go in the week ahead. Know that God is there. Whatever challenge you are going through, Whatever thing you think is not coming to pass or is not breaking through or you are not getting what you want or they don't work the way you think they should or you are running a business is not actually profiting as you think. God is there. Amen. He has said if you call on me, if you put all your curse on him, he will care for you. Whatever you are going through, just give it to him. And he will, he will sort it the way he will. I believe in our next sessions we will look at the kingdom of God that will reveal who God is, how God deals with us as humanity, and what he expects from us and how he illuminates the kingdom to us as human beings. But it is important to know the foundation, which is that even if we change, even if we doubt God, he has not doubted. He is, he is not doubtful. Even if we doubt him and we feel he is not there, he's no longer there, and we commit sin, and we actually even fall to sin like Abraham did, the God that we serve remains faithful and true to his will. If you come to him, he's faithful and just to forgive you from all your iniquities. Amen. I want us to pray today. Let us close our eyes. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you know what they are going through. Some of them are actually even contemplating of compromising their faith in you for gain of whatever they think is worth. It might be a job. Maybe they think, let's take a bribe. 
It might be a job and they think of committing something that is, is outside of the work ethics. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you keep our faith in you, in knowing that you are God and you do not change. What you have said you will do in your world, you will do. We can change, but you cannot disown yourself. Your word remains true. Father, give us that faith, because that's the faith that we need in our hearts. The faith of knowing that God is with us in all that we go through. One singer says, in the midst of it all, you are always there. And in whatever we go through, God, in our lives, you are there because your word is true and you remain faithful even if we don't. Help us, God, to have faith in you and to keep our faith in you and to know that you are involved in our lives. Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor for you deserve it in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You might be someone who is challenged. I feel like just praying for someone who actually is at the point of giving up and committing to some things that are not there. You are just, you know we just need this thing and you want to commit and it's against God's will. I want to pray for you that God helps you such that you remain faithful to him. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, it might be Lolana, it might be on TV, who is the verge to commit to sin, just to gain whatever he thinks is valuable. Father, may he, remove, he remember that you are a faithful God. And God, your word will not change. If you have said you will bless them, God, you will truly bless them. Give them the courage to wait on your word and to wait for you. Father, we ask this believing in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, we have come to the end of the program. I believe you have been blessed. You have heard how God works with us. That he is a God who never, never, never changes. He never changed for Abraham regardless of his wrongdoing of going down to Egypt and committing a sin in terms of lying about his wife. But he remained the same God and he was faithful. In our lives, let us take the step to believe in this God who never changes and know that even if things are really not going our way and things are hard, they don't work out the way we wish they could or we want they to go, God still holds on to his promises and he will do what he will say, what he has said. I believe you have been encouraged. Let us hold on to this God and believe in him and he will be with us in all that we go through. May the good Lord bless you. Let us meet next time, God willing, and goodbye.